Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is a privilege to be in your midst tonight. I want to welcome you to um, Porter's platform. Um, I believe that we've been blessed so far this month. I know that today God is going to speak to us expressly in the name of Jesus. First, I want to thank um, Evangelist Victor for granting me the privilege to be a blessing to us tonight. I pray that the vision of this platform will not die in the name of Jesus. Now, before we go into the business of today, I want us to connect our spirit to God tonight. I want you to connect your heart to heaven at this moment. Begin to lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Let us honor the name of the Lord. Let us reverence Him. Let us thank Him. Uh, you see, thanksgiving is the womb where testimonies are incubated. Uh, thanksgiving is the platform for the miraculous. And that is why the psalmist was speaking. He said, I will enter his gate with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the key that opens dimensions of the Spirit. At this time, lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Go ahead and thank Him. Thank Him in your dialect. Open your mouth and bless the name of the Lord. If you can speak in other tongues, speak. Amando zende kumbre de atunda bate. Vetunde prenda kambre itaboza na panda. Holy Ghost, we welcome you. Without you, our presence is irrelevant. Mazumbre diza na kumbatea. Letondotombre denze na manda prandi atosha. Iziano kumbre de sanamanda. E kabondi atuzi tamba tumbre. Somebody go ahead and bless the name of the Lord. Lift up your mouth and your voice and worship Him. Worship Him is worthy. He's the first and the last. He's the ancient of days. The God that seated upon the circles of the earth. Is the God that declared a thing and it come to pass. Oh, dear Lord, Zenemendo Zanama. Letendia Cumbre de Zanapande Koja. Can we ascend tonight? Can we ascend into the heavens? Avumbre dizatando, cambre i kabata. Let the gobo doba de kumba de kamba. Let the channel of my spirit be open tonight. Let the channel of my spirit be open tonight. Somebody begin to pray. Zianoko. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Father, we come before you tonight. We have come to eat from your table. Lord, I pray, O oh God, that you open our understanding, that we may comprehend your word tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, last week, I spoke to us about the secret place. We, we've come to understand the meaning and the benefit of having a secret place. But tonight, I'm going to be going into another dimension. And I'm going to be speaking on the oracles of God. The oracles of God. But first, I'm going to be defining the word oracle. And secondly, I'm going to be showing us how to become an oracle. 
the first we're going to be looking at the meaning secondly we're going to be looking at how to become an oracle and lastly we are going to look at men that god used as oracles to the kingdom to the expansion of the kingdom of god so these are the three dimensions we are going to be looking at tonight hallelujah please i would like you to pay attention be connected even as god will be speaking to us in jesus name amen hallelujah you see last week we talked about the secret place and i told us that the secret place has two parts it has two dimension we have a place and we have a person when you're dealing with this place it is called an altar when you're talking about a person it is called an oracle an oracle is the carrier of a spirit or a carrier of a deity that is an oracle an oracle is the mouthpiece of god when you are an oracle of god you are now the mouthpiece of god jesus was speaking in a certain time he said as my father speaks so i speak you see the ability to to know the mind of god that is what makes you an oracle and for you to know the mind of god you must have stayed in god abacock was speaking in abacock chapter 2 verse 1 he said i will stand upon my watch to see what he will say unto me i will stand upon my watch you see the ability to know the mind of god makes you an oracle an oracle is a living altar an oracle is a mobile altar god is in heaven but is everywhere and the only way god can pervade our environment the only way god can have access to our environment is when we grant him the platform to manifest are you listening to me god is not looking for a place he's not looking for a secret place he's looking for a human place he want to stay in us the bible say for our body is the temple of god god is not looking for a house to stay he's looking for a body to stay is looking for a body to reside the best home you can give to god the best apartment a man can give to god is his heart is his body ah no wonder jesus was speaking in the book of hebrew chapter 10 verse 5 if you are there he said hebrew chapter 10 verse 5 the scripture was speaking about jesus he said wherefore when he cometh into the world he said sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not but a body as thou prepared me a body as thou prepared me your body is not just for beauty your body is to activate design, divine duty your body is for a duty not for beauty <laughs> a man that does not know his duty according to kingdom agenda that man is guilty every man was born for a purpose jesus was speaking he said a body as thou prepared me as thou prepared me why because god is in need of it that is what god want to use to cause a change in our environment your body should be the temple of the lord hallelujah praise the lord so our body is the temple of the lord if god can dwell in your body automatically you are now an oracle the greatest place you can give god is not your house 
the greatest place you can meet God is not your church. Your body is the place God is interested in. That's why the Bible says Christ in you, in you. Not Christ in the church. Not Christ in your house. Christ in you. Not Christ in your fellowship. Christ in you, the hope of glory. <laughs> so your body is the best place God can stay. And for God to stay in you, for you to be a carrier of the glory of God, you must sanctify yourself. You see, for God to dwell in a man, you need to create the habitat of God. The Bible says, for God is holy. It is only a holy man that can accommodate God. You cannot contain, you cannot contain the Holy Ghost if you are not holy. He said, be ye holy, for your Father is holy. Listen to me. We all know that fishes cannot survive on land. They need to live in the aquatic world. They need to stay in water for them to survive. Dogs cannot survive in water. They need to stay in the land for them to survive. And for God, so also, God cannot survive on it, except we create a platform for holiness. Holiness is what brings God. He said, whatsoever you bind on it shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you allow on it shall be allowed in heaven. So God cannot come to a place until human vessels afford him their heart to possess it. Because your body is the airport of the Holy Ghost. God wants to dwell in you. The Bible says, and suddenly the dove came upon Jesus. The Holy Ghost came in form of a dove. Why? Because he could find a place to stay. <laughs> he could find a place to stay. You are not just a person. You are a deity. You are, a, you are an oracle. You carry divinity. Who are oracles? Oracles are vehicles for miracles. Anywhere they go, things don't happen to them. They happen to things. Anyway, when they lay hands on the sick, they recover. When they speak, it's as if God is speaking. That is an oracle. So God is interested in your body. Romans chapter 12 verse 1. Paul was begging the people. He said, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body holy, acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service. Hey, if your body is not holy, your service is not reasonable. You can be the best, the best chorister in your church. You can be the best preacher. If your body is not sanctified, divinity is not satisfied. Your body is the temple of the Lord. He said, present your body. I know I gave you that body. But the ability to present it back to God makes that body an altar makes that body an oracle can i decree upon your life may god empower you to live holy in the name of jesus amen hallelujah so we understand that our body is a priority god is more interested in a person than a place you see that is why the book of john chapter 4 i think john chapter 4 verse 21 you know, we saw the conversation between the woman at the well of, you know, the woman Jesus met at Samaria. You know, there was a conversation between the woman and Jesus. In verse 21, John chapter 4 verse 21, after the woman has perceived that Jesus was a prophet, 
after she has perceived that Jesus was a prophet. Look at what the woman told Jesus in, Gen, in John chapter 4, 21. Jesus said unto her, woman, believe me. No, let's go to verse 20 first. Verse 20. Verse 20 said, the woman was speaking to Jesus. He said, our fathers worshipped in this mountain. Now, the woman was emphasizing on a place. And yet say that Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. In those days, Jerusalem was the abode of God. In those days, Jerusalem, if you want to meet God, you need to travel to Jerusalem. Jerusalem was like the secret place. It's the place where men ought to worship. But look at what Jesus told the woman in verse 21. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh. Oh my God, I love the scripture. He said, The hour cometh when ye shall worship in this mountain, nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Verse 22. He said, Ye worship not what? Ye worship ye know not. He said, We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is it. Now is now is the hour when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. When the true worshippers shall worship. He's talking about, Jesus was talking about people. The woman was talking about a place. You need to come to a place. No, Jesus said, no, you don't need a place. You need yourself. <laughs> you need you to connect to God. You don't need to be in a place before you can connect to God. You can be anywhere and you are connecting to God. You are the secret place. You are the secret place God is looking for. Am I communicating? Your body is what God needs. You don't need to be a pastor, like I said last week. All you need is to surrender. Offer yourself like Isaiah. Yeah, I'm high. Send me, Lord. I am willing to go. Are you getting what I'm teaching you tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we understand the meaning of an oracle and also we know how to become an oracle. Holiness qualifies us to be oracles of God. If any man pushed himself, he becomes a vessel. <laughs> if any man purges himself, he becomes a vessel unto honor. Until we are vessels for God, we are pencils for the devil. Until we are vessels for God, we become pencils before Satan. Hallelujah. If any man purged himself, there was a time the prince of the world, they came to try Jesus. The Bible says the prince of the world, they came to try him and they discovered they found nothing in him. The Bible says they found nothing in him. He was holy. He was perfect. He was holy. Hallelujah. So holiness is what qualifies you to be an oracle of God. Now we are going to be looking at the people that God used as oracle in those days. First is Daniel. The first person I want to talk about is Daniel. You know, I remember when they were carried away to Babylon, the king gave them a certain food to eat. Daniel said no. In Daniel chapter 1 verse 8, he said, and but Daniel proposed in his heart, that he will not defile himself with the king's meat. Daniel was disciplined about his spiritual life. Daniel was holy. He kept himself pure so that God can pass through him 
and reach out to his people. Even when they, they accused him, when they conspired against him in the kingdom, three, the three presidents, when they conspired against him using the law of the Medes and patience and cast him into the dens of lions. They casted him into the dens of lions. The lions could not devour Daniel. Do you know why? Because Daniel converted the den to Eden. <laughs> Daniel converted the den to Eden because the lions, they knew that, that in Eden, lions don't eat human beings. In Eden, lions don't eat Adam. Adam had dominion over animals. So when you become oracle, you command the Eden environment to the den of your life. The den of your society cannot swallow you because you are carrying the Eden environment. <laughs> they could not eat him because they knew they, they understand, they knew that in the beginning, animals don't eat human beings. Daniel was an oracle. Even the, the, the likes of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the fiery furnace could not could not kill them they could they they were not consumed why because they are carriers of god they told the king they said even if even if our god will not come down to save us we will not bow before your god these are men that have the consciousness of god's presence they carry the shadow of the almighty and when a man carries that shadow the windows of heaven they are open for that man can i pray for you today that God take you to a dimension where principalities and powers will not prevail over your life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. The second person I want to talk about that God used mightily was Elijah. Elijah was truly an oracle of God. <laughs> he told them, he said, if I be a man of God, let fire fall. Don't forget the Bible says that God made his spirit, ministering spirit, angels, ministering spirit, and he made his minister flames of fire. One of the validity of your call as an oracle is that you are a carrier of fire. If the fire of God is absent in your life, it is a sign that you are not a vessel, you are not an oracle. Because every child of God should be on fire. The Bible was speaking about John the Baptist who came in the likeness of Elijah. The Bible says in John chapter 5 verse 35 that for a season we were willing. Why? Because it was a burning and a shining light. It was a burning. Any man that is not burning for God cannot shine. And for you to burn for God, don't forget the Bible says that the fire will continue to, to, to burn upon the altar. It will not go out. If the altar can burn, then oracles should be burning for God. <laughs> if you are not burning for God, then you are not qualified to be an oracle. Are you getting what I'm talking about now? Elijah was an oracle of God. He commanded fire to come down from heaven. And fire came down. There was a time that he came to the land of Israel and he told the servant to go and tell Ahab. He said, tell Ahab, Elijah is here. He didn't say, tell Ahab that God is here. Tell Ahab, Elijah is here. It is not pride. It is 
a consciousness. In you, he carried God. When you carry God, you become God. <laughs> when you carry God, you become God. When Paul and Silas enter a certain place in the book of Acts, the Bible says the men, they began to cry. They said the gods have come to us in the likeness of men. They called Paul Mercury. They call him God. The gods have come in the likeness of men. Not that they are God, but they are carriers of God. This is how you carry God. Your words become laws. I pray for everyone listening to the sound of my voice that after today, God is taking you to another dimension. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me pray for us as I round up tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for your word that has come forth powerfully. Lord, I pray, oh God, that you give us the grace to accommodate you. We want more of you. I know some of us, we have you in our, in our heart. We want more, more. The Bible says that you have come that we may have life and have it more. Lord, we pray, oh God, that you increase your presence in our life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you all. Have a blessed night. Amen.